0: Alright, what's up, nation? Now, before we get to the show, I'd just like to leave a little disclaimer for you um, about the content of the show. Now, when you hear me say things on here, I don't want you to take them as fact immediately. I want you to do your own research, and I want you to decide what you think for yourself. And the only reason I'm saying this is because I'm no better than any mainstream news source out there if I tell you what to think. And I don't want to be like that. I want to be someone you can trust. So do your research if you want to learn more about a topic I've talked about and decide what you think for yourself. Anyway, let's get right to the show. Alright Nation, we're back. Just kidding. It's not the show yet. Um, I just wanted to leave a little disclaimer because I don't want any of the bands or people that I interview or any ads if I had them to uh to feel like they kind of got a uh, gypped or anything because uh I I have pretty strong beliefs on many things and I just want to make sure that you guys know that I'm that no one on that's featured on my podcast no guests no interviews no bands agree with what I say unless they explicitly say Okay, that's the only time, and unless it is said that, they don't agree with me. As far as I know, they don't know what a politic is. All right, it's uh, it, but there, it's just uh, it's just music that I like and people that I want to talk to. So, so yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Just what I want to say before we got to the show. Without any further adieu, let's get to the show. Greetings nation, you just tuned into another episode of your favorite podcast, Phenomena Nations, spewing the truth since 2018, I'm your host Max Pichette and today we have a few things we're going to be talking about. The last two episodes have been a little bit hectic, um, for lack of a better term, they were great episodes, don't get me wrong, but, um, you know, just, uh, it was fun stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was, they were, they were great episodes, I hope you enjoyed them, it, if and when you listen to them, and, uh, yeah. We interviewed uh, Marcellus Hill from Rectum Torture, and uh, we did an interview with the guys from Cold Shoulder. So, yeah, that, it was it, it was good stuff. And uh, today we might have a little bit of a normaler episode, maybe. Hopefully, I don't know. Um, normal isn't always the best, so we'll see. See how she turns out. So, I want to have some fun, of course. I want to talk about how, uh, well, I gotta review an album this week, I forgot about that, I haven't listened to the one I wanted to review yet, but I will, it's only an EP again, we're, we've been reviewing a couple EPs lately, so, but yeah, it's just an EP, so I'll review that, and it should be fine, whatever, It, it it's, so far it's a good EP from what I've listened to it, so. Um, late, oh yeah, we have, we've had five, um, four new bands since last episode come on to let me use their music on my podcast. Five, if you count Homesick Holiday from last episode, you know, which I will, five new bands, and they're all awesome. We have a melodic death metal slash kind of metalcore band called The Oblivion Archetype. Another metalcore band called Bloodline, um, a funk metal slash kind of experimental alternative metal, uh, band called Pink Octopus, and, yeah, well, I'll get to that next segment, maybe, ooh, hint hint, um, a pop-punk band called Ring Out, and then another pop-punk band we we were talking about, um, Homesick Holiday, so, those are kind of the new bands that have been, uh, that let me use their music on my show, so, what do you say we use one of their songs, huh, I don't know, what should we start out with, you know, let's go to the, let's go to, not my favorite, none of them, I can't really pick a favorite, because, uh, they were all, they're all, they all have their different things, and I mean, like, oh, yeah, they all ever do, but they actually do, they're all very different from each other, or very, uh, they're very unique, each, each one of these bands, and, uh, that's the cool thing with, uh, not famous bands, or not as famous bands, is, uh, they're all unique, you know, they have their own sound, they don't have to do what the, do what they're told, you know, like, a lot of these famous bands they kind of suck because they're just doing what their label tells them or whatever happens, you know, and it's just, "Oh, you suck." But these bands are really awesome because they don't have to do anything for anyone, you know? Like it's uh it's up to them. This is their band, you know? And that's kind of cool. So You know what? I think we're going to go with Bloodline first. Um we're gonna play their their song uh, "Separated." It's one of their new newer songs. So check that out. Coming up next on Phenomena Nations Podcast,
1: we'll be right back. Separate!
0: Alright, Nation, we're back here to review our weekly album, and this week's album is going to be from a, a band's debut EP, um, from which was their career. They, uh, they disbanded shortly after, I, um, I discovered them, one sec here, um, about a week before they, like, about a week or two before they actually disbanded. This, um, their singer and guitarist, um, one guy, he, uh, he's moving to Canada, I guess, so, and he was telling me about it, and I was talking to him, and I'm like, aw, man, now I'm sad, because this is, like, a kick-ass EP, and it rules, so... Yeah, um, just to go over who's, um, in it, I'm just gonna go over their nicknames. So, Raf, who's their, uh, who's the guy who I talked to, I think, I guess. Um, he's the guitar and vocals, he's from Brazil. He moved to Australia, and that's where the band was. And then he, uh, then he, uh, moved to, then he's moving to Canada now, I guess, so. And then, um, Benny Kay is the bassist, um, Matt is drums and backing vocals, so, that, that's who's on the album, I listened to this on SoundCloud, so, they have, it's also on other stuff, but lately I've been getting into SoundCloud, it's pretty cool, actually, but, um, you can, fi- I've been listening to so much New Wave Thrash on that album, uh, on no, not album, uh, app, so, and then, also, I've been listening to this, um, I listened to it today a couple times, actually, um, uh, there's a few, there might be a few things I missed, because I was listening to it while I was working, but, um, still, it was, uh, it's, it, I did pick up on a couple little things, so it was pretty cool, uh, nonetheless, and just cause I was working doesn't mean I wasn't paying attention, you know, and, uh, yeah, so, I guess, um, I didn't even say the name of it, of the band or the album. It's Pink Octopus. And it's like it's self-titled, so it's Pink Octopus. um, Like, the eight eight appendaged sea creature. But it's pink. So, yeah. and And again, they just disbanded. So, hopefully, you know, something will happen and we'll get another album or EP out of these guys. But, oh well. This is good enough to substitute for, like an entire career's worth of music, and we'll get into that, start off with the first track, we're going to review the first track, Vintage Old Man, um, hands down my favorite off the album, Vintage Old Man is a great song, um, it, it, it's, uh, I didn't even say what genre, this, so I'm just getting off track, I'm just so excited to talk about this band, they're like, um, They kind of do funk metal with a little bit of alternative and experimental mixed into it. So, it's really cool. They got that funky bass and then, like, this, uh... They add uh, sound clips in sometimes. And it's, it's just really cool how they do it. Alternative and, um, experimental. So, yeah. And, uh, so starting off with Vintage Old Man. This is a really cool song because it starts out super high energy. Awesome. Like, the bass is just... It sounds like if Primus had a little brother almost you know because it it has the Primus bass well not well it is it sounds like Primus, but it also sounds so unique as well you know and it has just this awesome aesthetic to it all or like an atmosphere I guess it has it, it, it's a really cool feeling song as well as sounding. And again, it just starts off super high energy. Uh, you might recognize it from our uh, ad, actually, from for Cryptus Comics. It's a, uh, um, yeah, it's in the background there. And yeah, it's just so awesome. I love the, again the bass just starts off super high energy, and and the guitar, it just, and then the drums, it, it all just kind of comes together to create this awesome little like, stew of talent, you know, and this song really embodies the whole album, you know, it has, um, well, not a slow part, but a slower part, and then it's super fast, and upbeat, and, and it, it's just has a, and it has a cut in the middle, where it's like a, uh, the guitar over a, um, a sound clip of an old guy talking, and it's, and it's just, everything about this song is Perfect. There's nothing wrong with it, I don't think. The only... Th- the, and it's just so... it's I don't use this term often when describing music, but it was beautiful. It's a beautiful song, I think. And not in, like, the traditional, like... You know, like, acoustic, you know, like... St- um Gentle strumming. But beautiful as in, um... Just the effort and the uniqueness of the music. And this album... This entire album is actually um, beautiful, because of its uniqueness, and it's the love that's put into the music, you can just tell that these guys truly care about what they do, and that's what makes it a truly great album, and, uh, the next song is Amnesia, which it, it kind of comes off of, um, uh, Vintage Old Man as this, uh, Vintage Old Man is this pretty upbeat, very fast song, whereas this uh whereas amnesia although it isn't like a slow-paced mellow song it's not as fast and it kind of comes off almost in contrast not quite though so it, it, it it's um the intro's a little bit slower than the rest of the song it's uh but it it kind of starts out a little bit mellow and then it gets into the to the main part of the song and and then it gets a uh, that really cool um, bass, and then, and then, oh, the drums, you know, like, the drums are really cool, too, it's, a uh, you know, the drums, they're, they're not, unless you actually take the time to notice how good they are, you don't notice how good they are, you know, same, and then it's the same with everything on this album, you know, like, someone that, uh, doesn't, that just doesn't like funk metal at all, you know, where they'll just, they'd listen to the first song and say, no, not good, you know, but even if you don't like funk metal, you'll like this album, because it incorporates so many different things, and you know, Amnesia, this is a really, um, really cool song, because it incorporates the funk metal aspect with the cool bass, and the kind of upbeatness, and it also kind of incorporates grunge, almost, and same with the Um, the next song, Psycho, they definitely incorporate a little bit of a grungy feel. And, uh, actually the next three tracks, including Amnesia, Amnesia, Psycho, and Don't Let Me Stay Awake, um, all incorporate a kind of grungy 90s rock, uh, element to it, you know? Moving on to, uh, Psycho, it has a... I think this is the... I can't remember which one it is, but... no. This is this is this, this song is more mellow than the other ones, you know. It's to, it's the second most mellow song off the album, off the EP. And you know, it it's it, I don't know how to describe it. It's just very weird but so satisfying for an album, for a, a song, sorry. And it's just oh wow, it's 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 kind of like You know how, like, all that 60s experimental music, you know? Like, how people probably blew those minds back in the day, you know? Like, that's... Oh, excuse me. That's what I feel this album is, you know? Like, but it's not going to be as famous as so much other music, and that's a shame, you know? And all I can do is hope that my podcast will get it out there, but... It's... It just really, um... It's just such a mind-blowing album. And this song, it, it kind of... The, this song and the next song are really just cool examples of how diverse a band can be in their music you know like this song is it's a slower song and it's uh you know it's just a song you'd listen to when you're chilling out you know and then the next song don't let me stay awake it it this is a weird song not not a bad weird uh don't get me wrong but it's it incorporates so many different things. You know, there's one part where it has like an acoustic riff and then there's another part where it has a slap bass and you know, it's it's just a really it's again, it's weird in the sense that it's not like straightforward like so much music today. It's it's very all over the place. Again, in a good way. Not and again, not not very many bands can do what these guys do where they just take awesomeness and embody it you know and it's just not a single sound song on this uh, on this album sounds the same they're all unique and that's the cool part and then don't let me stay awake is definitely the most unique i think because it has so many different little things in it you know and then moving on to doggy the fifth track this song uh it, it uses the uh the sound clips again with uh, a dog barking, and this is a party song, you know, like Amnesia and Doggy are the party songs off the album, and maybe Vintage Old Man. It depends on the feeling of the party, but I try and decide which songs are party songs off the albums, and yeah, so Doggy don't, uh, no, Doggy, Amnesia, and Vintage Old Man are probably the party songs off the album. Um, again, Vintage Old Man would depend on the party, but still. Uh, Doggy, now this is a really cool song because it's upbeat enough to be, uh, like a fun song, but it's not fast, but it's not too fast where it's, like, almost unenjoyable, you know? And it's, because a lot of funk metal, you know, it's just, people just try and take it too far. And these guys take it perfectly. And this song, again, it's, it's a lot like Vintage Old Man in the sense that it's, uh, fun, you know, and it's every song, every funk metal song ever, except for Rage Against the Machine is fun, I think, you know, and then, um, the final track is, uh, The Rain, and this one, oh, just about throughout the whole song, it has a sound clip of rain, and it's almost unnoticeable unless you take, like, the cognitive awareness to that rain sound, and it doesn't take away from the song either, and this is the most, like, slow, mellow song, I think, off, off the record, I know it's only six songs, but, it's definitely, like, it, it it's a song you would listen to when you find out the chick you're into has a boyfriend, you know, or something like that, it's, it's just a super mellow, you know, like, not a sad song, but it's just, uh, this song, this album is a roller coaster of emotions, you know, like, it goes from doggy to the rain, and the they flow into each other very nice, but they're so... They're, like, kind of very different. It's like the Vintage Old Man to Amnesia and Doggy to The Rain are kind of the weird but cool kind of transitions, and I really enjoy that. And again, The Rain is... its You'd have to be definitely in uh, a specific mood to listen to that song on its, on its own. If you listen to the whole album... Like, if you listen to the whole album front to back you know you'd be able to listen to The Rain no problem but if you just listen to The Rain you'd have to be in a in a, in a certain mood I think you know but like I said if you listen to the whole album The Rain is just another song and it's just another piece of the story of the album and but again on its own you'd have to be in a mood And that's what I like about this. You know, I love... I just love to listen to albums. You know, and there's some albums where... Oh, this is a slow song. It doesn't fit, so I skip it, you know? This slow song fits, and I don't skip it. So that's really cool. You know, take... um, How long is it? Take 28 minutes and 39 seconds out of your day and just listen to this all the way through. Alright, so... This album, out of 10, gets a 10, and I'll explain to you why. The last two albums I reviewed, um, Social Intolerance and, um, Shark Pinata, amazing albums, but there wasn't, I just wanted so much more from them, not like they didn't have enough, but I just wanted more songs, you know, like, um... And I know that Troll is still doing music. They're still going to make music. And I know Social Intolerance is probably going to be making music. And, you know, you can just... Like, alright. This isn't a 10, it's a 9. Because I know they're going to make more music. And I'm going to get that, you know. But when you... um, When you listen to this, it's a 10 because they're not going to make any more music. It's not likely that they're going to make any more music. So, like... You can't be like, oh, it's, it's not a 10 because it does because it doesn't have enough music. It's a 10 because this is their this is their discography, you know like this is all their music. This is all the music that they put their heart and soul in and you can just feel that. you know, I haven't had the same amount of satisfaction from a funk metal album. Since I listened to Moss Baracho the first time by Infectious Grooves, don't get me wrong, I've listened to some great funk metal since then, you know? Like, uh, Troll's Shark Pinata. Great funk metal album, but I didn't... And, again, it's a 9 out of 10, uh, Shark Pinata. This is a 10 out of 10, because I haven't got... Again, no, I haven't gotten the same amount of satisfaction actually out of any album. I've listened to some amazing albums since I listened to Moss Masparacho for the first time. But again, like I listened to Dust Bowl the other night. Their album, Mass Confusion, one of the best thrash slash crossover thrash albums ever. But I haven't gotten the same amount of satisfaction out of any album until I listened to this album. Therefore, it is a 10 out of 10 album, hands down. You know? And so, thus ends my review of this album. Pink Octopuses, self-titled. So it's Pink Octopus. And it's really cool. It's a really amazing album. I, uh... It's just... Just the satisfaction... Of the album alone. Without going into any different. Any specific song. Is just beyond. You know. It's so amazing. And it could be a little bit of sentiment too. I have no idea why I feel sentimental with this band. But I just do. You know. It's been since March. Since I've had such satisfaction with an album. Um, it was. Yeah. It was March-ish to the end of March when I listened to Masparacho by Infectious Grooves for the first time. Amazing album. Just blew my mind. You know? And then this album comes along and I'm like, whoa. Now that, thi- this is mind-blowing stuff. Alright? it do- It's not experimental enough to make it sound like crap, you know? Like, there's some experimental, oh, let's just get crazy with the sound effects and all it's just... Everything is in balance with this album. 10 out of 10. Go check it out. We're, uh, we're going to play a song by them. So we're going to just link to their... A uh, band camp, actually. It's probably the easiest. Um, and then you can go from there. Pink Octopus. And uh, whatnot. So we're just... Again, we're going to leave the... We're going to play a song by them. And then we're going to leave the link to their band camp. Coming up next, we have my favorite track from the album vintage old man and it's the first track and I'm a sucker for first tracks you know um, the last three albums that we've reviewed I've my favorite track has been the first track you know life denied well life denied is technically the second track off of social intolerance if you count the intro but whatever uh, so life denied by by uh, objector and sh- uh, shark, shark pinata uh, ghost pepper cantina by Troll. And and then, now, Vintage Old Man by Pink Octopus. So I hope you enjoy this song. Please listen ahead. And, I, I again, I truly hope that you enjoy uh, Vintage Old Man by Pink Octopus. Well, I'm Max Bichette of Phenomena Nations Podcast. This will be... All right, Nation, we're back with another segment, a fun segment, hopefully. And, uh, well, you know, I haven't talked about COVID in a uh, in a couple weeks, actually. And I think it would be beneficial for uh, me and hopefully you, if you are willing to listen, um, to uh, just go over a few things. Again, um, I just don't, I just, uh... By no means am I an anti-vaxer. If like, don't ever think that. I ha I have. I'm like vaccinated for, you know, important things like, um, like polio and stuff like that. But it's the it's the it's. The, it's the, it it's the stupid things like the flu. I've never gotten a flu shot, you know, like, cause the flu is not particularly threatening um in my opinion at least it's just it seems it seems um like it's not really worth it you know like oh yeah you don't get the flu oh well so what i got the flu um it was february about a year or so ago year and a half ago And uh, it was in February, so you figure that out. And it was pretty bad, I guess. Like, on account of I'm not, like, like I don't like getting sick, of course. But the thing is, uh, I got the flu. And, oh man, I was off school for, like, four days. And, yeah, it wasn't... I will be truly honest with you although I was in, uh, much discomfort, I, uh, didn't particularly care that much, it wasn't that bad, it was, um, you know, like, other than the, like, uh, it was hard to breathe outside because of the cold air, whatever, I just stayed inside, you know, I just took four days off of school, caught up, and it was fine, you know, like, it was not a big deal, but you're but people are afraid of COVID, which statistically is uh, much much w- less bad than the flu. You're much less likely to get it, and you're much less well. You're about the same to die, I guess. But you know, like, and I just want to kind of calculate a few numbers. All right, so just recently, um. Alberta, uh, they're like very uh, wh- whatever. It's um, lo- there's a massive anti-lockdown rallies there. There's there's been so many anti-lockdown rallies lately, and it's pretty cool to see. Like in London, there was at least a million people. And that's not my estimate. That's like the government estimate. And then a hundred and fifty thousand to three hundred thousand in Quebec the other day, and uh, yeah. The thing is, if those were so big, how come three hundred thousand people aren't dying in a day? You know, that's because people are like, oh, it's a super spreader. Uh, everyone's gonna die if they uh um um if they uh go and uh they should be fined and you know, and then it's it's really disturbing actually to you know you see a picture of a rally and you like, I think I've only gone to one. You know, and that was in like March, and I talked about that on my podcast. It was on my three-year anniversary. It was cool. It was cool, but you know, it's just, I just kind of, it's just like, I I kind of don't know how to explain it. But again, please don't please hear me out. Please hear me out. I again, it's um, it's just, it's really cool to see that I guess, because. It shows that it's not that bad. Uh, and I'll tell you, like... It'd be like, oh, yeah, it is that bad! It is that bad! Alright, so... Let me, let me, uh, let me just, uh... Just hold on there. Okay, now... If you go on to, like, mainstream media... And stuff like CTV in Canada... So, CBC... You know, they'll say... Uh, per capita... Um, Alberta is the highest a number of cases, um, there, all right, um, it's, uh, so, when they, so, when they say that, right, it's, um, 300 per 100,000, 308 per 100,000, and I don't know what, by what metric, like, per day or whatever, um, but that, let me tell you what that means, all right. Now, it doesn't take a genius to figure this out. This is actually, uh, I learned this on Encyclopedia Britannica. If you go to your calculator, all right, it's 308 per 100,000. Right? You put 308 divided by 100,000. And this is how you do it. Uh calculate infectivity and mortality rate, we're just uh, calculating infectivity rate right now. And you'll get .00308. But what you're going to want to do is, if you have trouble with the decimals and stuff, I can tell what this is already because, you know, it's math class, but multiply that number you got, which is .00308 by 100, and you get .3. You know, and if you got .1, you uh, multiply that by by 100, and that would be 10, I guess. Or if you point zero one, that would be 1%, you know, if you multiplied it by a hundred. And then, you know, it's just, uh, it's basic math, actually. You know, I get taught this in uh, my grade 9 math class. And then you'll see it's point three zero eight. So That is the infectivity rate that they are touting as one of, as like, the worst in the country. Therefore, they have to shut everything down. You're only allowed five people outside. Um, businesses are only allowed 10% capacity, uh, small businesses must shut down, because they, because they can't have people, because they can't have big corporations, um, they can't have anyone other than big corporations open, you know, like if, like a salon, alright, imagine that, they have to shut down, alright, for three weeks, I believe the time period is, not with a little bit of revenue, Zero revenue. So that family business, or that business ran by some random person, one person, or a group of a small group of people, they make no money. All right, that's what leads to bankruptcy. That's what leads to suicide. That's what leads to all this different stuff. And I feel that lockdowns and masks and all this stuff definitely out the the negatives caused by that outweigh the benefits, all right? If you see, if you just look at the numbers, all right, it, it, the suicide rate in um, uh, young kids and even adults has, like, skyrocketed, all right? And, um, you know, and that's really sad, you know? Like, it, it's, like, not just, and, like, from age, like, 10 to... 18, and then even adults, like I said, has just skyrocketed because they can't, because they don't socialize, all right, and it's not the same on Google Meet or Zoom, no, they're not the same, all right, they are, those are substitutes for, like, if you're meeting someone that you get, like, if you're, if you have a meeting with someone that's five hours away, you would use Zoom, all right, it's not a substitute for interacting with your friends, I, you know, without human interaction, we are nothing, you know. And one of the biggest points I like to bring to people is, life is more than the avoidance of death, alright. When we live simply to avoid death, we are but animals, alright. That's what an animal does, alright. A bunny rabbit, alright, take that for example. You don't see that going out and having fun. Alright, maybe in the cartoons, but in real life, all that rabbit does is live to not die. Life to, life to that rabbit is the avoidance of death. That is all its life. It doesn't go to parties, it doesn't hang out with friends. Alright, because it is not... It, it's not a social uh, like a social creature like us. When you live just for the avoidance of death... That is simply bringing us down to an animalistic state. All right. Of course, maybe it's like 0.3% more risky to live in this time of COVID and whatever. Even though we just calculated like the worst place in Canada is only a 3.3% infectivity rate. Um, And then to uh, I just want to stop here to calculate mortality rate which is the death rate you would take deaths over cases just uh and then times it by 100 and then like you'd get that number that would be your percent and uh, like i was saying you know you're n- nothing but animals once you reach that point of just living to avoid death and i think that's what's wrong with today's society is just people are, ju- are just too afraid too, uh, too afraid to die, and I know that's, that kind of came out wrong, but it's just, you know, like, when you go out for a drive, alright, you know, and stuff like that, there's always a chance of death, you know, you could get T-boned, but you take that risk anyway because you go, because we're social creatures, you go out to the bar, you could get T-boned on your way there, you could get T-boned on your way, on the way back, or you could, Follow. You could drive off a cliff. I don't know. Alright? Knock on wood. But the thing is, you do that because if you just stayed home, your life would be completely unfulfilling. But people that do this and live their life like this is completely what we have... We're evolving backwards, essentially. We have evolved into this A very modern society where we have many things where people can interact and do fun activities. But people are throwing that all away because a virus with, like, a very small infectivity rate and a minuscule death rate, um, and the government said so. You know, like... I just want to, I kind of want to point out here, uh, you know, like, it's just, it just seems uh, stupid. Here, I actually favorited a picture here. You know, I've said this before, and I have this written out here. The virus didn't create food shortages. The government did. Child starvation has risen immensely. Since the beginning of the pandemic. The virus didn't cause financial hardship. Government did. You know, the flu, like, the the de- uh, uh, virus with s- uh, similar death mortali- uh, mortality and infectivity rate to the flu didn't cause that small shop, mom-and-pop shop, to shut down, and that family that owned that shop to become bankrupt and in debt... And have a terrible life. And possibly commit suicide. The government decided that. The virus didn't raise unemployment. Government did. The virus didn't close your business. The government did. The virus didn't stop you from worshipping. The government did. You know. And it's just stuff like that. You know. Just look at that. You know. And the fact that. People are protesting it in such large numbers shows that it is not real or at least not as not that it's not real of course it's real but people but it's that the lockdowns are doing so much harm but more harm than it is good alright and if you want to wear a mask go right ahead I could care less but I don't want you to force that problem in your head on me Your fear on me. Alright? That is what's wrong with today. People trying to force their beliefs and what they think on you. You know, I'm a libertarian. Alright? I don't care what you think. Alright? If you're going to debate me, we can debate. We can have a respectful debate. But when people start name-calling and threatening people, you know, like, if you read any comment on any post about a rally, and I've seen this firsthand, people say, I hope they die from the virus, I hope they get killed, stuff like that, and that's the most disgusting thing, you know, and one more thing, if you're, if you wear a mask and go out to dinner, you know, like, if you go out to a restaurant, but you wear your mask, you're not afraid of a virus, you're afraid of the government, all right, and, and, I'm not asking you to give up like if you want to wear a mask like I said I couldn't care less but don't make me give up my life for your psychosis not not psychosis your mental illness alright well maybe not mental illness but your but your inability to not your inability but don't make me do what you want because you want me to do it you know, and I think I think this this kinda sums it up. You're not an you're not an anti vaxxer if you say no to a vaccine or multiple vaccines. You're not an anti antidepressants if you're if you say no to antidepressants and choose a healthy lifestyle. You're not anti marriage if you say no to the wrong person. Stop emotional mani- manipulation and unfair pressure. Unfair moral pressure. And I think that kind of puts it perfectly in essence, you know, like that's, that's actually, that's, a, yeah, that's actually probably the best way that anyone could have put it, because it, it just sums it up so well, and, you know, it's just, it's just really, yeah, it it just kind of, it makes, yeah. You know, like, you force others to inject themselves with a vaccine, an mRNA vaccine, which uh, hasn't been tested on the general pop, has never been used on the general population before uh, because it caused so much harm in the t- trials, so you can feel safe. You force people to do that so you can feel safe. You force others to cover their sorts of oxygen for months so you can feel safe you force others to lose their jobs and retirements so you can feel safe you force others to stay home so you can s- feel safe who's selfish there and i'm not trying to play the blame game here but i'm it's a, gener- it's a it's it's an actual question i have you know just listen like there's a why isn't there just a meat wagon you know going up Going up and down the streets in the morning, picking up the dead bodies from COVID. Why is there no dead bodies in their own homes because of COVID? It's all in the hospital. I don't know. There's just so many questions that I could ask. And in fact, uh, there was an episode a couple while uh, a couple episodes back uh, where we played 25 questions. It was a great video actually. Um, it only needed the audio, but it was just how come there people there aren't people just dying in the streets? And don't say India. Because people, those, aren't, those are not usually dead people in the streets. They take naps in the streets. That's just what they do. You know, and they show you the video of them burning the bodies. That's what they do to get rid of the bodies. That's part of their culture, you know. So just chill out, you know. Like, just, you know, take an objective look at this. You know, listen to an episode of the Tom Woods Show. It's just don't like I'm not a, like uh, it's not a conspiracy really because it's all laid out for you. I could go over it so easily, but people a lot of people just don't want to hear it because they're they're stuck in that little world, you know, that bubble of unacceptance. Inacceptance, I guess. But yeah, I guess that's that's kind of Whatever. I guess what I don't really care at all anymore because people just won't listen because, you know, oh, man, yeah, it's I don't do this because it's easy. You know, I do it because I don't pick this route of thinking because it's easy. I do it because it's the one that makes the most logical sense not to stay home because of a virus. You don't if you stayed home during flu season. Guess what? There would still be a flu Alright? So just Anyway. Uh, sorry, I got worked up there. Anyway, uh we're gonna play a song by a new band that came on Phenomena Nations podcast. Um a really awesome one called uh the Oblivion Archetype, melodic death metal slash kind of metalcore uh band. Yeah, they're really cool. I, I you know, I'm I'm actually really into that melodic death metal stuff, and, and if you're not into death metal, don't turn it off, because melodic death metal is actually a lot different than, like, a, like, the grindcore that you probably heard, and, like, oh, that's all, that's all metal, no, 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 it's not, although it is, it's not a bad genre of music, you know, grindcore, but it's, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, again, like I like I was saying, um, melodic death metal, if you're not, like, into the into, like, death metal or anything like that, don't turn it off, because melodic death metal is a little bit different, it has, like, the kind of harsh vocals, but the, the music is more focused on melody, and again, it's kind of like metalcore as well, it, like, this band specifically is kind of melodic death metal with, with metalcore, it kind of reminds me of the Black Dahlia murder almost, just a little bit, you know, they're not exactly like them at all, but it reminds me of them a little bit, you know, with the melodic death metal stuff, so. Anyway, the Oblivion Archetype with um, their new single, A Slow Burn. I hope you enjoy it. We'll be right back. Hey Luke, you look sad again. Yeah, I am. I just wish there was a place where I could buy Phenomenation's ankle socks, duffel bags, travel mugs, and baby clothes. Well, what a coincidence! Because Max Pichetta, Phenomena Nations Podcast, just set up a merch store on spreadshirt.ca. Or.com if you're American. Well, really? Yeah, you can find it in our link tree, which that which will be in the description. And not only that, you can get all the items that you wanted, and normal stuff like shirts. What's pajama? normal about this. It seems like uh, like an odd request for ankle socks of a podcast, but I mean, you can get them if you want. Yeah. You can go on there and customize your shirts, um, sweaters, mugs, and all different sorts of things with all the different designs that I've all uploaded. So, yep. More to come. More. More designs to come. Do you feel better now? Then? Yeah, I feel great. That's good to hear. I'm going to go order some ankle socks. Oh, yeah. And a duffel bag so you and can carry... And baby clothes. And baby clothes so we can carry all this merch. I oh, don't know. He's carrying it on the duffel bag, not the baby clothes. Check it out in the link tree in the description. You know, that song actually reminds me uh, a little bit of Lamb of God, actually. That um, particular track. Uh, you know, kind of the heavier type of groove metal and stuff like that. You know, like uh, later Pantera, you know, like uh, Great Southern Trend Kill almost. With, uh, you know, mixing in with like some of the melodic death metal stuff. You know, like Amon marth is a big one, you know. like and, it, and I think that's really cool. I like what they did there. And in fact, I think we might have to review their EP some of the, one of these days. Uh, excuse me. And, uh, yeah, I hope that, I hope we get to, uh, do that. And, uh, moving on from that. You know a band that's way too underrated? Well, two. Number one, Lich King. Alright, New Wave Thrash. Um, New Wave Thrash frickin' rules, man. You know, like, oh, it's just Pizza Thrash. Like, Pizza Thrash is good if that's what Pizza Thrash is. You know, Pizza Thrash is uh, what elitists call bands that, quote unquote, I unir- unironically rely on 80s metal tropes to uh, portray their stuff. You know, like the Hall, Lich King and uh, Vector and uh, A Municipal Way start Pizza Thrash, and I'm like, man, if that's Pizza Thrash, then that's my favorite genre of metal. I right? Because, I'm, oh, you know, I was listening to so much, quote-unquote, Pizza Thrash the other day. Or, like, the last couple days. Lich King, oh, I've been listening to their podcast, too. It's really funny. Uh, Lich King, you know, um, Insanity Alert, um, Dustbolt, and, uh, you know, some others. Uh, what was the other one I was listening to that was really good? I was listening to Evil the other day, their new album, Slaps, Harlot. You know, all these different uh, awesome thrash bands are like, oh, there's just, you know, stupid pizza thrash, uh, and Municipal Waste as well, I listened to just about their entire discography, except for their newest album, and their oldest album, so, uh, Waste Them All, and Slime and Punishment, are the two that I haven't listened to, um, but, you know, like, oh, man, know I, I don't expect a lot of my listeners to understand this, but, Thrash is good. Alright, most thrash bands are good. I don't like Overkill. I will be honest. I understand that they are very talented, though. You know? You know, bands like that... I'm not a big Anthrax fan, either. You know, like, some of the... I'm not a fan of a lot of big thrash bands. I'm not a fan of Metallica that much. I'm a big fan of Megadeth. And Slayer, I, I like Slayer. You know... But I'm more into, like, the smaller bands, you know, especially new wave bands, new wave thrash bands. New wave thrash bands aren't that famous, you know? Like, compared to the older thrash bands, like Exodus and Metallica and, well, Metallica-ish. You know, uh, Exodus and freaking Overkill, you know, all those different older bands, you know, they're so big. And people, you know, they can make a living off music, typically and, like, uh, Megadeth and stuff like that, but you see all these, um, these new wave thrash bands, they're barely making any money, but they're just doing awesome music, and I'm like, oh, man, this is, this is sick, you know, like, and I just bought a hat from a band the other day, Uh, (coughs) Rectum Torture, because I want to keep supporting him, you know, like, I know he's a hard worker at his music, and I wanted to support him, and also he was my first interview. So I kind of thought, alright, I can keep him going, hopefully. Give him a little bit of money. And, you know, that's the reason why a lot of people buy band merch. Is to keep the band going. Also, it's awesome, you know, like the Rectum Torture hat that I bought is sick. It has like a big RT on the front, and on the side it says Rectum Torture. It's, a, it's really cool. And uh, I can't wait to get that. And I'm glad that I was able to support a uh, smaller artist. And, you know, the only thing is, I don't have that much money. And even if I did, band merch is expensive. And not by any fault of the band, but because it just is. You know, it costs money to make stuff and to ship it. And I understand that. But the only thing is, a lot of people don't have money. But, you know, if you can, go to their shows. And if if you really like a band but you don't have any money, save up, you know, like, put a couple dollars off of each paycheck you get, you know, or if you get paid by your grandma, like, you get 20 bucks twenty bucks from your grandma or something, put five of it away for a band shirt, you know, like, or, or whatever you want, because it, it's really important that, I think, if you like music, and th- this isn't just thrash bands, you know, or any, like, any band, you know, or musician, if you like them, support them, because they can't go on without the money. And, you know, and I'm glad to support a few, the few that I can. And, you know, it's just that I don't have a lot of money. (laughs) But, you know, when I can, I love to support these artists because I understand the struggle, you know. Like, I'm not a musician by any means. I like to dabble in uh, some screams and some uh, death metal vocals. But by no means am I a musician. All right and, and I, but I do understand, you know, being, having a podcast, I don't, I don't make a lot of money from this, actually, in fact, I make almost none, um, but when I do get a little bit of money for my podcast from someone, it's just really awesome, because then I can, you know, I can buy more stuff for the show, and, you know, it's just really cool, because the adapter I use was 50 bucks alone, and I did that from saving up, you know, people helping me and stuff, and then the, these microphones, uh, the one microphone I have is, like, 80 bucks, the other one I got for a gift, you know, and that gift, there was an awesome gift, but, you know, I don't only want podcast stuff, you know, like, if I get, like, if I get something not podcast stuff, I'm not gonna be angry, you know, but it's just really cool when someone supports, um, uh, you know, even, like, small podcast, I, I love to support smaller podcasts and stuff, and even when I can't buy it, I promote them, you know, like, if I see a cool little podcast or small band, I'll, uh, you know, I'll maybe ask for them to be on my podcast, like, music-wise, or sometimes I'll ask for an interview, and in a smaller podcast, maybe I'll promote them on my page, you know, stuff like that, and, you know, if you can't buy anything, try and do that, you know, if you have an Instagram, uh, promote the band, repost a picture of theirs, or say, you know, I really like this band, check them out, you know, post it in your Instagram story or whatever, And just that little bit, I think, helps people, you know, and make sure to tag them so they know that there's people out there, you know, helping them out. And I think that's, um, I think that's really important when you're listening to music, you know, and uh, I like to promote the bands that are on my podcast, whether it be on an interview or just music wise, you know, they're, let me play their music And, uh, you know, I'm glad for that, and and I really enjoy having these awesome bands on the show, and it's really fun, you know, and, uh, yeah, that's kind of my, that's kind of my thoughts on, uh, if, how you should support a band, you know, like, like I said, I, I bought a rectum torture hat for a couple reasons, one, I like to support, uh, smaller artists, two, he was my first interview, three, it's an awesome hat, four, it's awesome music, you know? So it's all that kind of stuff. It's just awesome guy, awesome music, awesome hat. So I bought it, you know. And it, and you don't and it doesn't have to like if you buy a Metallica shirt, cool, you know? They they need money too. They have families. And even by buying something from a big band, that's that's you're still supporting your favorite artists and helping them go on, you know? If you buy a Megadeth shirt, you're helping them, you know? it's, and that's, uh, that's why I like to, uh, I have a few band shirts, again, they're, like, I don't buy, get too many shirts from, like, stores or online, I just, I, I like to get hand downs and stuff, because, you know, shirts are expensive, but anyway, that's kind of my thoughts on that, I, I support, uh, some of your favorite bands if you can, you know, like, promote, if you can't buy anything pr- from them, promote them on your social media and whatnot, you know, same with podcasts, you know, buy merch if you can. If not, promote them, you know, like, repost a picture from them, or, say, like, check out this cool podcast, or whatever, you know. And, and, and it's the same for other other stuff, you know, like even, like, a game developer, I don't know. Uh, whatever you like, if you want to help them, promote them if you can, or buy something from them. I think that's cool. And the second band that I think is underrated, other than Lich King... Three Days Grace, and no, no, hear, hear me out, hear me out, they're so overrated that they're underrated, you know, people are like, oh, Three Days Grace sucks, oh, but people, but people don't realize, they, they look at that because they're somewhat famous, you know, like, people are like, oh, Three Days Grace, oh, it's not death metal, bleh, You know, that's that's the elitist and stuff, metal elitist. And even people that aren't. You know, Three Days Grace sucks. But, you know, the thing is that they're genuinely talented. You know, and... It's actually good music if you just sit down and listen to it and not just the stuff on the radio. Even though the stuff on the radio is actually pretty good. You know, if you listen to Riot or Animal off their... uh, Well, I forget the album, but by Three Days Grace you know, they're actually good songs, you know, but people just try and make assumptions based off of the genre of music, I guess, you know, like, well, it's not, it's not, um, Slayer, so it's not good, it's not Cannibal Corpse, so it's not good, or it's not, well, you know, we don't want to call out anyone here, but, like, it's, it's just, like, People don't like Three Days Grace because they're Three Days Grace. Same with, like, people don't like Avenged Sevenfold because they're Avenged Sevenfold and they love to hate on Avenged Sevenfold. But not in, like, a fun way, Because but because they actually want to hate on Avenged Sevenfold even though they are very talented and great songwriters. You know, it's just because. And I think that's stupid. You know, like, the same reason why people hate on, quote-unquote, pizza thrash bands. Just because, you know doesn't matter if they're great artists or really talented. They just hate on them, you know? And I think that's very stupid. So, yeah. That's kind of my thoughts on that. But anyway, we're just... uh, That's kind of my thoughts on music. You know, Three Days Grace is actually a relatively alright band. I listened to some of their music today. Um, You know... And and you know, like whatever. Same with Avenge Sevenfold. I I love Avenged Sevenfold. They are talented. I really enjoy the drums on, on off their album Nightmare. It slaps. But you know, whatever. Whatever, it's not up to me. Anyway another band another new band, um uh pop punk band you know, speaking of talent, pop punk bands are Like, they may not, it doesn't, like, sound overly technical, and it might not be, but the, the, the fact of the matter is that they are talented, you know, like, if you listen to the song, we played it, uh, one or two episodes ago, Marissa by 40 Open, it, they are, they're, they're talented musicians. And a lot of pe Again, a lot of people don't listen to pop punk... For the same reason they don't listen to like... Three Days Grace or Event Sevenfold. Just because... And I think that's stupid. Because this band that we have coming up next... Ring, Ring Out... Is... An, an an awesome pop punk band. But people... Like to hate on pop punk. I guess it's kind of like a... If you were there, you you know... Like... I was not there, I was not around, I was not cognitively aware enough to go out and actively seek pop punk bands when it was cool, you know, like in the early 2000s, you know, when you, when there was like, emo people, you know, I guess, I don't know, but I like to joke around about that and stuff, um, but, you know, like when metalcore was really big, you know, I mean, there's quite, there's still quite a following for that kind of stuff, but you know, I was, I remember when I was, like, six, maybe, or younger than that, even. I remember just listening to, uh, I hear pop punk on the radio, and then it just disappeared. And I didn't think about it until I started getting into, like, um, Billy Talent, which is a cool pop punk band from Canada, I guess. I guess they're pop punk. It's its weird. They're weird. but They're good. You know, I didn't really start... start getting into pop punk until, you know, I really understood it, you know, and, like, thought it was, like, oh, this is actually really good, you know, and that's kind of how I, uh, come across a lot of these bands, you know, like, I, uh, kind of have a resurgence of a certain music that I've heard before, you know, and stuff like that, and, uh, yeah, so I'm really into pop punk, you know, like, we played the Oblivion Archetype last segment, and, you know, I, I only started listening to death metal and melodic stuff and, like, all, the, all the, like, the extreme genres of music just lately, actually, you know? Like, I, uh, very lately, I, uh, within the last couple of months, less than a year, I started enjoying, uh, some extreme genres of music. And, but that doesn't make it any more good or any less good. Um, uh, in fact, I think, it, I think it just makes it good you know, and, but, you know, I just, I was thinking, like, some, some music, even though you've never heard it, has, like, a sentimental feel, you know, I don't get that with, uh, like, death metal bands, because I've only listened to it lately, that doesn't mean it's not good, and in fact, death metal is one of my favorite genres of music ever, hands down, you know, but, like, when you listen, when I hear pop punk, it just brings me back to when I was, like, a little kid, you know, and again, no hate on any other bands because they're like awesome bands, and you know they're extremely talented. But the thing, but you know, not every band has the same sentimental fa- like feeling, you know. And uh, yeah, so I think that you know it, I, it, it all depends on the mood you're in, you know. Like if I feel like I just want to listen to some, some awesome, extreme music, I might put on the Oblivion Archetype, you know? But if I'm in, like, a a mood where I just kind of want to be transported back to when I was a kid, I'll listen to, like, Ring Out or Forty Open, you know? Or if I just want to have fun, I'll listen to Pink Octopus. All that kind of stuff. If I want to, like, um, if I want to feel like I'm someone different, or, like, from a different time, you know, I'll put on, like, a 50s song if I want to, like, listen to something that people hate on, I'll listen to Bloodline. You know? Because they're a metalcore band. And people hate metalcore for some reason. I don't know. Anyway, Ring Out, coming up next with Ghost Town Letdown. They're, uh, it's a pretty cool song. Um, I hope you enjoy it send that on. That uh, that song had um, a little bit. of... I like the metalcore kind of things into it. They're heavy-handed pop punk, I guess, is what they call themselves, which is awesome, and I think it suits them really well. So, um, uh, I just want to kind of to say that j- if whatever I say on this show, I just want like the musicians to know that if I say anything, I don't mean it any rude way, you know, I was talking about, um, how, uh, kind of, Ring Out gives me sentimental value, uh, like, sentimental thing, and, uh, uh, the Oblivion Archetype doesn't, it's not, like, uh, anything against the Oblivion Archetype, it's just, you know, like, they're all good, and each of them has their own Specific qualities that makes me like them, so I just kind of wanted to say that, just in case anyone took it the wrong way. And um, you know, each band is amazing. Like when I said with uh, a uh, like, Bloodline, people don't like metalcore, but I'd like metalcore. And also, Bloodline is just a simply talented band. You know, and it's not like oh, people don't like Bloodline specifically. It's just they don't like metalcore. Which is stupid. Anyway. I just wanted to say something. uh, Because something cool happened to me just recently. Uh, I won a giveaway. For uh, some stickers. From Cryptids Comics. You may recognize their ad. From. uh, Last episode. And actually you're going to hear it right after this one. um, Right after this. Segment. So that's kind of. What's going on here? It's a. Uh, I won a contest, two actually. Um, one by like a fluke, and one of them because I was kind of like the second one to get in my answers, and that was cool. So, I'm glad. Um, the really cool comics. Um, awesome. You know, like the guy. Uh, who Tyler Middleton, the guy who, like, uh, one of the guys. Chrome Curtis Comics, is a really nice dude, I really, uh, he's a really nice guy, uh, he's great to interact with, so, and, um, yeah, and then I got, uh, two different kinds of stickers, uh, one, I got a couple individual ones, and this time I got a, sti- a sheet of stickers, so, you know, that was pretty cool, and, um, you yeah, know, and I posted a picture of it, so you can go check out on, uh, on the Phenomena Nation's, uh, uh Instagram page, and, did I, no, I didn't post it to the meme page, what, but, speaking of that, you should go check out the meme page, uh, PN memes 15 but, anyway, talking about, um, uh, cryptids comics, I think it was really cool, and what they do, it's, a uh, they have, like, um, really funny and cute comics, well, I guess cute, because they're just little cryptids, and, you know, I, I'm really into cryptids, I think they're funny and they're cool, um, I think that, like, the characters are funny, and I think cryptids are cool in general, and I think it's a uh, really kind of weird field to study cryptozoology if you're into that. We actually uh, did quite a few episodes in the early days of Phenomena Nations about that, but, you know, it's, um it's, yeah, uh anyway, I wouldn't recommend going and listening to them because, bleh. I was just a kid, and I didn't know what I was doing, but, you know, I still find it interesting, I just haven't done much research on it lately, which, uh, you know, I probably should, but, whatever, that's kind of my thoughts on it, I just wanted to, uh, say that, thank you to, uh, Cryptids Comics for, um, uh, you know, doing those giveaways, and, um, yeah, and I'm just glad to be able to promote them on my show, so, yeah. 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 Uh, speaking of ad space, if anyone else wants ad space on my show, please message me. Um, I have reasonable rates. So anyway, that's kind of just what I wanted to talk about. You'll uh, you'll hear an ad from them right after this segment. Uh, Cryptids Comics that I made for them. Uh, because why not? And yeah. So that's kind of what I was thinking. Yesterday was Cinco de Mayo, uh, from, uh, when I'm recording right now. Uh, it, it, this is a t- late episode, you know, like, I've been working on it, uh, I didn't get too much time to work on it, cause I've been at work and stuff, um, uh, but whatever, it's, uh, yeah, yeah, eh, I don't know, I don't know, really, it's just, uh, there's just so much to, you know, take into account when you're, doing all this stuff it's yeah it, it sometimes it gets overwhelming when i'm doing this but you know it's uh whatever um, here we are i was just gonna pick a song for you guys you know um there's so many great bands that actually hopped on lately so i kind of want to let's see what song are we gonna play you know there's just so much so much great music from different bands and i uh I don't really know what to pick Because there's just so much Um Wow it, You know it's just I'm so Grateful for every band that, that has come on And stuff So You know I think we're gonna go with Um Asrea, Um A metalcore band from New York And we're uh Gonna play their song Pangea So Please enjoy That Coming up next on Hey Luke, you look sad. Yeah, I am. I've been looking for a webcomic online that features the wacky adventures of cryptids and the like. Well, that's a coincidence, because I've been reading a web comic that features the wacky adventures of cryptids and the like. You know what it's called? What? Cryptid, cryptids comic. That's insane. I know. It's a, it's a fitting name isn't it really? you can find them on instagram at cryptids underscore comics or cryptids comics anywhere I guess check them out because uh I think you'd enjoy it if you're if you're looking for web comics about cryptids and the like about the wacky adventures of cryptids and the like yeah do you feel let do you feel less sad now yeah see you guys Woo! max knows no max is dumb Alright, I think that's going to do it for me today. This is the end of the episode, so, you know, a few uh, key thoughts before we go. Um, One, I think it's stupid that people are getting um, punished and charged for attending freedom rallies because uh, there's no violence that goes on there and it's all legal, you know not riots or anything, despite what the mainstream media will tell you, it is actually, um, peaceful. Every video I've seen is peaceful, you know? But, anyway, uh, yeah, and I think it's stupid, because every $2,800 fine that's been giving out in, uh, Saskatchewan, for, and I believe Alberta as well, that it, or any, uh, actual, COVID fines that have been uh, fought in court have not been paid because they just throw them out because it is not legal. Uh, And just so you know, to be punished to exercise your right, uh, your freedom to protest, is illegal and I believe it's uh, illegal under discrimination laws in specifically Canada and I believe The U.S., as long as you, like, didn't, as long as you weren't rioting. So, like, if you got punished for being at a BLM riot, that would be legal. Because, uh, notice how I said riot. Not a protest, a riot. If you're at a riot, they could legally charge you. However, if you're at a peaceful protest where where there could be no proof of violence or anything like that, um... Can't charge you, basically. Again, don't to- don't take my word for that. Um, this is just what I have found. Oh, and also, um, if you're in Canada, I just want to leave you with another tidbit of information. If someone says you can't go into a store without a mask, even after you said you're exempt, um, just so you know, uh, to insist that that you disclose why is a breach of section 29 5a or 29-5-a or whatever of the equality act of 2010 and then um so they can't ask you why or ask for proof and then to deny you entry and or service is a breach of section 13-1 or 13-1 of the equality act of 2010 so just so you know uh, just, uh, learned that the other day. Just, I, I always knew it was illegal and stuff, but... There you just have, uh, specific dates. Uh, not dates, uh... Pieces of legislation in, in Canada. And, um... Yeah. Also in Canada, vaccines are now... Available for children. I believe over 12. And, um the Pfizer one, so, I'm gonna leave you, actually, you know what, I'll tell you what, I'll leave you with the link to a podcast, in the description of the show, it's called the Corbett Report, and, even if you've heard of it, and say, oh no, that's just far right extremism, no it isn't, um, just so you know, it's not, um, It it, it explains, there's this one episode that explains uh, vaccines very greatly, I think, and uh, I think you should check it out, I'll leave the link to it, Um, because the vaccines that they're using right now are mRNA vaccines, which is uh, messenger ribonucleic acid, which is basically messenger remnants of a virus. Um, a simple vaccine, like a basic vaccine that has been that like that has been used. MRNA has never actually been used on the general public before. Um, actual vaccines, uh, what they do is they send in like a weakened or a, uh, yeah, basically a weakened or close to dead virus um, of, of another sort like polio, they'd send in like a a weakened or dead polio vi- uh, virus into your, System And then your immune system will learn to fight it off because it's weak. And then it basically registers in your immune system more so they can fight it earlier. And, um, however, with a COVID-19 vaccine, the mRNA ones, what it actually does is it goes in, it uh, sends like these, uh, messenger RNA into your bloodstream, which actually goes into the nucleus of your cells and rewrites the DNA in it so that it recognizes COVID-19. And although that doesn't seem like the most terrible thing in the world, it's literally a DNA-altering vaccine. And no, this isn't far-right extremism conspiracies. This is, like, what it is. This is on all the mainstream news sources. This is on, like, Pfizer and Moderna websites and all that stuff w-h-o um, again like I said I'll leave you the link to a Corbett report episode uh, the future in vaccines I believe um, he explains it very well and not only that he links to every single thing that he cited he probably cites about 150 different things every single one of them is listed in his, in the show notes on his website so I'll leave you the link to that um, Please go check that out, because it is, I think it's imperative that you do. And, um, because, uh, I wouldn't get this vaccine if I were you. Again, I'm not anti-vaxxer. I have, I've been vaccinated for, um, a lot of things, actually. So, never gotten a flu shot, though. So, that, that was interesting. Um, yeah. But I've been vaccinated for, like, polio and frickin uh, hepatitis C, and stuff like that, you know, like, stuff that can, like, really do some damage, but, uh, you know, uh, just, uh, I'll, again, I'll leave you with, and again, it, just because you say no to a vaccine does not make you, um, an anti-vaxxer, just like if you say no to the wrong person doesn't make you anti-marriage, or if you say no to antidepressants, you're not anti-antidepressants, so, like I said earlier in the show. Anyway, we're uh, we're um, that's about the end of the show. Thank you for listening to Phenomena Nations podcast. Um, not too much to say. You can go check out go check out our merch store. That's important, I think. Um, you can check it out in the link tree in our description. Uh, just click on click o- click on it and then go to Phenomena Nations merch store. And check out all the stuff we have. A couple designs, and they're all customizable. So if you don't want one, because not every design is on everything. So if you want, um, instead of the cover fo- cover photo of the podcast, and you just want the name of it in one of the styles that I have, okay, you can press edit. It's the little stencil, like the pencil picture, when you're um, when you're about to add something to your cart then you uh, can change the designs. it's easy enough to figure out. So I'll let you figure that out. And uh, that's the end of the show, I guess. Uh, Don't forget to... You can buy ad space if you want something on here. Or you can donate, please. Just, that'd be great. Um, For any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, please email me at bichettemax101 at gmail.com. We will have that in the description as well. And, yeah. Anyway, we're gonna play you a song. Uh, this is gonna be the new outro music for ever. I hope. Uh, the RC's the virus. Uh, really great song. RC's a cool dude. Uh, really nice. When I was talking to him uh, over the Instagrams, because I, uh, you know, I I didn't get to meet him in person, which kind of sucks. But you know, what I uh, hope we get, uh, you know, be awesome actually. If we got them for an interview. One day I'll have to figure that out. So, anyway, we're just going to, uh, yeah, anyway. Don't forget to say no to mandatory masks and
2: vaccines. And party on. Whoever would have thought we could slip so far, the whole world locked down in a prison without bars, suspicious of our neighbors, arguing with our friends, it's like we're counting down the days till society ends, but let's be honest, democracy died a long time ago, how long have we been spinning in place like a dynamo, switching up one puppet for another Muppet actor, but their strings are all connected to the same puppet masters, infecting every screen with their propaganda cues, staying out of view, watching from the pews, trying to keep us all inside, where they pump us full of news only angles they approve censoring the truth to make you think that i'm the enemy of our time as if standing up for my freedom is some kind of fucking crime so ask yourself what's the bigger threat to humankind the virus in the body or the virus in the mind days go by as we march to the ending those in control it's floating through the air the virus can infect you without you being aware the virus is everywhere yet the virus is invisible not being afraid of the virus makes you a criminal the virus kills businesses livelihoods and freedoms the virus picks and chooses and the virus has its reasons but the virus favors some so be grateful if you're chosen Churches close closed for service but the liquor stores are open the virus won't stop until everything is broken till everyone is injected and all that we own is stolen till the streets are desolate except for them, making sure you have your papers and your permits for roaming While the old die alone history is repeating orchestrated behind closed doors and secret meetings the scheme uses fear to coerce our compliance but i will not sit in silence it's time to cure the virus days go by as we march to the ending those in control you won't last start